They play 92.9 ESPN. Now, 92.9 FM ESPN presents Memphis's biggest columnist. You ain't got to do nothing, homeboy. You ain't writing nothing. <laughs> no, you ain't, ain't writing nothing. I ain't letting him write. He ain't getting no interviews. It's the award-winning Jeff Calkins from the Daily Memphian and the Jeff Calkins Show. I don't get no interviews. I know. I'm good. I'm good. On 92.9 FM ESPN. Gentlemen, this is something they call a groundbreaker. So let me first apologize to the shots and the ties for your makeup. Cause I make you ugly as soon as it drops. We're on a rampage. Bubbles popping up before you know where there's rubble and dust. Cause we'll be pushing it up. Somebody say, You Gentlemen, what you're about to witness is no illusion. And now we got the bass banging from head to bucket. One at the Friday. Hope your uh, hope your cell service holds out today. You know, you know the, one of the frustrating things about that AT&T deal yesterday, Jeffrey, and uh, it didn't. I, I, either I wasn't making calls, or I have AT&T. It didn't affect me one way or another. It, maybe a little. The margin, maybe. Who knows? Uh, AT&T never said what the hell happened. Well, I mean, I that's I presume it was security. They said uh, software issues. Yeah. Uh huh. Or maintenance issues. They actually what they said is they're having a maintenance yeah, issue. Yeah, sure. When they when they keep it vague, it's usually not that. So uh, anyway, we uh, we hope that. But we got a beautiful weekend coming up. Uh, uh, NBA uh, Grizzlies resume tonight as they take on the Clippers. We got uh, Florida Atlantic, the Titanic, Florida Atlantic, Memphis Florida Atlantic game uh, this weekend. So you're, we... already, you're already putting it in Titanic status? <laughs> Not that kind of Titanic. Um, the other, just Titanic large. Like Titanic. Right, no, but, but I'm saying not, that, No, it's not Titanic. Do they have Titanic it, games right let, now? Let me know. There's no such thing as a Titanic. You know what would be Titanic? This championship game of, yeah, of the that, Conference that Tournament, the right? Next, that would be the next day. That would be the next game. I mean, I suppose if they rip Titanic. off... If they rip off the next three and they get to the FAU game... Not Titanic. Not Titanic. Edmund Fitzgerald? Big, big but not Titanic. Um... Jason Smith's going to join us to talk about uh, all manner of things, including this. And uh, then Chris Harrington straight up at 10 o'clock. But I wanted to start by playing Believe It or Not. Now it's time for Believe It. Believe it. I don't even know if I believe. No, I'm a believer. Or not. Believe it or not. On the Jeff Hawkins Show. Uh, the Memphis Tigers season's been disappointing, but the Grizzlies season... More disappointing. Believe it or not. And I say this, Jeffrey, because it occurred to me. It is interesting. Here we have this, and I don't mean to, like, be a downer. That was John yesterday. John came back just in a foul temper, as far as I could tell. And I, as you know, as you know, I like to emphasize the positive. Uh, But it is, like, we got the NBA season cranking up again, and it's kind of like... We should. This should be it. You know, this should be the stretch run, jostling for playoff position, and it's kind of who cares. I, I, with all due respect, I, I, may, maybe some of you are deeply invested in the return of the Grizzlies tonight. But it's, I, I don't get that sense. Uh, there's some heroes on the internet, right? Exactly. Are, but there's so, not so, right. Yeah. So the, and, then, the and then and then and then the, and then the Tigers again. We're looking forward to this. What would have been? This was the game that would have been circled once upon a time. Uh, and, uh, my God, it's going to be... Mean, to, to your point, this is the game where, remember, they sold the tickets early. Yeah, exactly. that's exactly right. So, 
Uh, and so, so I, the way that I'm, it, it's sort of just basically asking which of this is more of a mess of a season. But the f- question as phrased, and I think the wording matters here, a- as disappointing as the, uh, as the Tiger season has been, Grizzly season more disappointing. That's the Believe or it or not. So I believe it, and here's the reason why. It's the season true. in totality. Uh-huh, yeah. Because what has happened, like, you could have, if we would have started the season and been like, you know what, the Tigers team, they're going to have some good wins, they're going to have some bad losses, they're going to be kind of an NIT team. I would have thought that was on the pessimistic end, yeah. but I would have thought that was on the range of possibilities. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't have... I wouldn't have thought, like, oh, that's just, you know, Eeyore coming in here. But I would have thought that was possible. With with the Grizzlies, like, we're talking about a season where, you know, quietly there's some heroes that are advocating for every single loss possible. Well, you you have a season writ large that people came in thinking, you know what? It was like this was could be to- quiet the championship season, or maybe you know, and maybe what, maybe NBA Finals or whatever else. Number, maybe there'll be two in the West again. Sure, no jaw at the beginning, but this was going to be a season of uh, of a contender, and from the get go, it's been a total disaster. I mean, it starts the Again, Sunday. The there Sunday, are things. Right, right. There are there started the Sunday before. Right, the Sunday before the season gets tipped off. This isn't about who's responsible for whatever it is. Like, um, if like uh, it, 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 what's more troubling, or like what, what the, the question is, just from what you expected the season to feel like as it unfolded to what you've gotten, Grizzly season much worse. In, because this season is such that what's happened is there's been a giant crash and you're and you're going through shards of the wreckage trying to pick out a Vince Williams and a Gigi Jackson that you can rebuild the vehicle, right? right. Like so, it, again, it's not the, the difference is is that with the Tigers it feels like it's someone's fault, yes, their own. Who would you point yeah. fingers at? Who you want? But it wasn't external circumstances. Right. Whereas the Grizzlies feel circumstances. The, the Grizzlies was external circumstances that caused the disappointment. Unless, like I went to see a uh, uh, doctor yesterday, and, 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 and he said to me, as we were just talking about other stuff, he said, you're telling me the Grizzlies shouldn't have known or didn't know that Stephen Adams needed surgery? And by the way, this is a physician. This is not, a doctor. Not an orthopedist. This is why. He was not an orthopedist. Why, this is why I was pretty strong on but, this But an, he was an orthopedist. He was like, come on, man. Like, you're telling me. And they obviously didn't, or they wouldn't have reacted the way they did. Correct. Right? They obviously didn't know. Um, so something was amiss. But so, but basically, none of this season was, not Jaws stuff was his fault, but basically, this season was not their fault. But what you took was a season that was a total People expecting compelling stuff, and it's turned into lost season. Let's hey, let's look for the silver linings. Whereas the Tiger season, first half of the season, incredibly compelling, and then the second half of the season, even in the midst of disaster, interesting. Oh, I, I've I'm bought in on this. I, it's, <laughs> you it's bought a, it. It's a, if you, it's not like we take the Tigers so seriously. We, we I don't know why we do it, but like as a city, it's such a it's such a dramatic everything. But if you just view it as a television show, it's awesome. It's got everything you want. Yeah, I mean, and, and again, like you, Grizzlies games now are like I can't get my tickets away, or like uh, well, I just I got it, the, people I, feel stuck with their season tickets. This, I feel, this doctor also, by the way, has season tickets. Yeah. He's like, I got six of them. What am I supposed to do with them, right? And and no one's feeling that way about Florida Atlantic. Now they may have felt that way about the uh, the game the other night at the Tigers game the other night, but it, it in in this is a this has been a disappointing year. But there is no question to me that the more disappointing one is the Grizzlies. Now, let me ask you this. Uh, Heading forward, going forward, you feel more optimistic about the Grizzlies than the Tigers. Believe it or not. I do believe that. That's 100% true, too, right? Like, to me, it all comes back to... We don't, we don't even know what players are going to come back for the Tigers. Some of this is the nature of the beast. We don't right? even, like, like, we don't know what Grizzlies, the strategy is going to be. We don't know what the strategy is going to be. We don't know what any, with the Grizzlies. It's like, oh, oh, you just got to get through this. I mean, talk about when people talk about the Grizzlies and window closing. I don't think Penny's window is closing because the window is the next year's transfer portal, right? Well, I, I mean, mean, it can be. We don't even know what a window is. We don't, anymore, we don't know what a window is. But. Even if you've got a great team, there's no guarantees you're keeping that team. All right, let me ask you this. 
Uh, in terms of the, uh, the, the, the management of the program, more questions have been raised about the management of the Tigers program going forward, management and coaching, than about the management and Grizzlies, of, the, of the Grizzlies program going forward. Believe it or not. So I think at, at this point in time, Yes, I think 100%. The, I think the answer there, is Tigers. There yes. have been questions yes, about the Grizzlies. There, yes. there the questions about the front office with it on those first-round draft picks. But then you know what? Vince and Gigi. Yep. And then Taylor Jenkins, there were questions in there. Like, Penny's not the only coach who's been criticized. Taylor Jenkins has been criticized. But they've all gone away because, hey, what the hell do you expect from him? Uh, you know, there's no literally no ability to compete. And even though they have no ability to compete, they have competed. Yes. So I'm not saying those questions can't come back fast. Depending on how they solve their center situation, depending on what kind of uh, start they get, start off, to they get off to next year, they can come roaring back in a, yeah, in a moment. Absolutely. But right now, who has more questions? Penny has more questions. Well, because, like we've talked about, it, it goes back to the same thing of, like, even if you have a great team, the odds of you keeping that team, it's like, who knows in this, in this day and age. With Penny, the problem for me is, okay, what is the strategy for next year? Because. Yeah, we don't know. You know what I mean? And here's is the it, other problem. Does it go back into the portal? Is one it... of the fixes, one of the fixes that you used to be able to say was, you you can go back into the portal and, you know, just create a whole new team and away you go, right? But now we've seen, you look around the country and teams that just try to solve stuff from their portal can't. Right. It doesn't work. That, that, that extensive a reliance on the portal. So then you have to identify what players are coming back, what player, how's it going to look? Again, they could both turn out brilliantly. Okay, let me ask you this one. Um, the uh, Grizzlies, all of this is a continuation of the end of last season at some level, the disappointment. Believe Wait, it hold on. or That's not. not the disappointment. Uh, and the, the, the end of the season for the Grizzlies last year, more disappointing than the end of the season for the Tigers. Believe it or not. Yeah, I think I do believe that just because it was so... <laughs> one was humiliating, one was heartbreaking. Correct. And, and, and heartbreaking happens in sports. Heartbreaking happens in sports. They lost a one-possession game. It was more disappointing because of what could have... What could have been. What could have been. At that point, the Grizzlies were already weakened. It was unclear. They had injury issues. Right. People didn't think, oh, God, if they'd gotten past the Lakers, they could have gone on a deep run. That wasn't the feeling right then. Whereas it is with the Tigers. Um, but there's no question. One ending was ignominious, humiliating, <laughs> and one was just crushing. I mean, you literally couldn't turn on television is, without the way, hearing about the Grizzlies. Yeah, this is, by the way, what we're talking about. Like one, Yeah, one, 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 was, one team was being laughed at yes. nationally, and one team was just being, oh, that's a tough break. Yeah, what an that's opportunity. A, uh, or maybe, like, or maybe you're blaming the officials. Okay, let me ask you this one. Here's another one. If things, if Memphis had just... Managed to beat Florida Atlantic last year, people would be talking about Penny completely differently. Believe it or not, I do believe that, and but I believe it for a different reason. So Mark has made the point that the ending of the season has clouded how how we felt about that season, which I do think is true to an extent. But the biggest reason why I think it would have been different is if you if we rewind to post. Postseason, the immediate recruiting. That was when, remember, they were striking yeah. out a lot, and then all of a sudden you started hearing the you whispers. Think it would have, I don't. You, well, no, no, here, no yeah. here's, here's the key, key thing. Remember, you started hearing the whispers like, they don't have any NIL money. Like, they're, they're striking out. They would have gotten more in it. I think 100%. Because think about it in these terms it would have either have been, it likely would be at least a sweet 16. And well, so that's everyone's on so, board. So I don't, I have never, the part, because John talks about this too, the butterfly effect. Like everything would have been different. And I like the way you're spinning it because this idea, first of all, the I, I think we can assume, I think it's safe and not presumptuous to assume that if they'd beaten Florida Atlantic, they would have then beaten Fairleigh Dickinson. Yes. Right? I'm willing to do that. And then you would have gone to the Sweet 16. Yes. I am not willing to say that just because Florida Atlantic beat Tennessee, you would have. No, that's garbage. But like, you might, you might have. But I'm not going to say, hey, and we also would have gone. Like so, so my question then would have been, what would have a Sweet Sixteen? Would have a Sweet Sixteen appearance, which is all we could really believe they absolutely would have had yeah. last year? Would that have changed? And and the truth of the matter is, I think it would have really on two fronts. I don't think it would have been this massive. Everything would have been different. But I think. 
Like right now, when we talk about how Penny is not and should not be fired, is not going to be fired and should not be fired, which is the official position of the Jeff Calkins show, endorsed uh, by Jeffrey Wright as well, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Will not and should not. Um, all the time I say, listen, he's been to two straight NCAA tournaments. Coaches who've been to two straight double at Memphis, typically the next year, you know, you're not, that's, that's you, you give them a, a, a gap year. That is saying that, every time I say that, I believe it, but if you could say, a coach who just went to the Sweet 16, having that on your resume is just different. It allows you a gappier, gappier than saying he went to two straight NCAA tournaments, right? If you can say, and he went to the Sweet 16, which I think they would have. And then for you, I think the most butterfly effect of it all is, would it really have produced a different team this yes. year? That's interesting. That's that is you can't even change our mind that one hundred percent that would have been the case. <sighs> All right, um, Laird Veach is uh, rumored to be. This isn't the wait till I get the blame it. Is rumored right. to be in discussions for gigs at Missouri. In terms of the level of of uh, uh, upset, the level that what people would be upset. If a Memphis administrator or coach were to leave, it would be most upset if Penny left, then if Ryan left, then if Laird left. I'm not saying it would even be that upset, but anyhow, like I'm whatever, you can answer that too. But I'm ranking most unhappiness if someone left. Believe it or not. So, and my ranking is Penny, Ryan, Laird. Well, let's take Laird. If Laird left yeah. tomorrow, what so would... I think I do think I believe that. But I I would listen to an argument of Penny Laird Ryan. That's astonishing, by the way. The idea, the i the idea that Ryan, yes, who is right now the most successful person on campus of those three. At, at, at what he just did. Yeah. At what he just realized. Primarily well, scheduling. You, you, could, you could say Primarily that, scheduling. You could say that Laird I mean, just, Laird... You could say that Laird just Laird is not a stadium. Laird is not a self-promoter. Because this is what I've struggled with all it week. It is one of the really difficult things here, is that If you put Laird them, on paper, Laird has done a pretty good job. It's an interesting thing, is that if Laird left tomorrow, I think there would be, amongst Grizz, against Tiger fandom... A giant shrug. Yes. Right? It's not like, I, I I would argue, it's not like, oh, good for him. It wouldn't be like, how dare he? It's just kind of like, eh. And, and I think some people would be good because he is not, whatever, he, he I do think he has strengths if you look at the way he runs that department, right? I yeah. think it's a more professional outfit. I think um, you look across the board at, at sports outside of the big two, um, and I think you've seen across, like, I think he runs a professional, he hires good people, he runs a professional apartment, all that. He is not, whether you talk about self-promoter, I don't get the sense he's great at connecting with people. Yeah, and I, I think... By the way, I'm not either. You know, like, I, 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 you know, it's not, it's a funny thing. I used to think about myself that I was just the jolliest, most likable guy in the world. It was one of my truths that, you, you know, you believe things about yourself, right? Yeah. Partly because my role in the family was as was to make everyone get along and to tell jokes and to whatever else. What's interesting to me is, um, you know that party we had for Dan Barron? Yeah. <clears throat> so I, I had to leave in the middle of it to do the Gabe thing, right? Yeah. To, to, to the do five the Gabe at 5 o'clock hit. Yeah. And then I came back in at the end, and there were only a few people there, and I just waved. I wanted to pay my final respects, and then I left. And after I left... People are like, yeah, that guy's always running and going. He thinks he's too good for us. And that cut me to the quick to hear that because... I bailed before you, by the way. What were they saying about me? But but it is so, op- it is so opposite mm-hmm. from like... But the truth of the matter is my head is in the clouds all the time. And it's... You know, I'm trying to remember where my keys are. I'm not... And then I'm honestly... Where your car is. People don't know this. I'm kind of an introvert. Yeah. Like, I, no, I, I, yeah. I, I present as an extrovert, but I'm kind of an introvert. I don't just assume, honestly, I don't assume people want to talk to me. So I kind of like, but that can come off as, 
better than you. Yeah, yeah or he's no. aloof or something like that. What it is is I'm in it. And um, I'm making excuses for myself, but it really did. Like, oh, my God. And, um, but I don't, I don't think Laird's just a great connector. That's my point. I don't, I don't, it, it can be – he's a nice guy. I always smiles, shakes her hand, nice guy. But I don't think he's just – I think RC was a better connector with the really rich people, for example, than Laird is, you know? He was a yeah, good suck-up. But RC's a schmoozer. Total schmoozer. Yeah, or was. Is he with us still? I think he's with us. Okay. I've made this mistake before. I've killed off people on the radio show who are not deceased before. You just got to do what I do. It's like, "Eh, dead or alive. Play the game. You just say, you don't have to to get into that. Yeah. But anyway, so I think giant shrug if Laird left. If Penny left, some people would be happy, but I don't think it would be good for the program. I think it's very clear. that would, And plus it would be like giving up. If Penny can't do it, I think it would be... I'm not saying they couldn't recover from it. The thing is, if Penny left, that would... And if I talk about watching this season as a television show, watching the fan base after Penny left would be a television show because you would would see every emotion. If Ryan left, the truth of the matter is it would be a big shrug too. Exactly. That's why I'm saying I would listen to an argument you could flip later. Even his fans are like, okay, maybe he's not as bad as I... He does have some defenders. And then other people are like grudgingly, I guess I can't criticize him anymore. Yeah, but his quote unquote defenders are like, you know, the people that the people that he's put into the circle. Like that's um, an access thing. That's I mean they not... include Seth Hennigan, which I appreciate, by the way. And do yeah, not like, underestimate. Even, even at times, like like when Ryan Ryan gave that super bizarre like when he was asked about Seth, he's like, Yeah, like I don't I don't know if like we have to like each other, but there's like a mutual respect. It's like, that's a weird answer. I it, it's it 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 must be frustrating to Ryan to think that my God, look at what the, look at the disaster that Memphis basketball has come relative to expectations, and I'm still the guy who are not as popular. I, that must be frustrating. Okay, moving right yeah, along. Yeah, I would also look. There's a mirror, buddy. I, it's fine. M- moving right along. Um, Kevin Durant was right to stop and talk to that fan who called him a bitch. Believe it or not. I do not believe that. Like, I'm sorry. The only sport where we have these issues is the NBA. Are you telling me the only sport where people chirp at players is the NBA? I find that it's wildly unlikely. It's more intimate, though. But football, you're farther away. It's pregame. No. Football, pregame, if you want to go to the front of the stadium, you can do it and just yell at people. He didn't go cuss them out or fight them. He just said, what are you doing? I actually thought that was a moment. If you want to address him that way, I, I'd have no problem with that. If he had gotten wanted to get him kicked out, and he but specifically right, did not. If, full, if he went full or Westbrook. if you wanted to go fight him or something like that, right. that's whatever. But if you just want to, in this moment when some woman, you're walking on it and some woman calls you a bitch, mm-hmm. it's honestly, it's honestly um, not unlike, you know, for example, it's funny, I was looking at this I got an email from someone the other day. Uh, this was a, someone the other day. You know, it was, it was one of these, uh, look at this old, look who died. And it was a click, you know, yeah, like yeah. you're supposed to click on yeah. from this guy named Bob. And he's a Facebook friend of mine. But it wasn't a phishing email? It was clearly a phishing email. Okay. Like I did not click on that, right? Okay. But then I I looked, I looked at Bob. I'm saying, Bob, maybe Bob doesn't realize he was he right. was uh, hacked or whatever. And I looked up Bob and I, and then then it turns out Bob and I had corresponded once before. And this is what Bob wrote. He's a fan. No, 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 evidently not. Because he sent me an email. Double and it said this. Jeff. Forgot to pay serious, so I wind up flipping through radio. This was, by the way, 2019. This is a different era. So you'll, you'll see what. And stopped at 92.9. I thought I heard you and some other genius discussing the best route for the Grizzlies championship parade. Seriously? Thanks for reminding me why I subscribed to Sirius. Now, that's a little bit like just I, I mean I don't know who this person is. Yeah. I've never corresponded with him before. He basically just called me bitch. Like the same thing. Like what what you well, have you a hor- said you're bad at your job. You have a yeah. horrible radio show. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. serious and my god, I was never would have listened, yeah. but now I was reminded why I didn't. Right. I I seems like I, I'm likely to have gotten and a, a collateral sideswipe there. Yeah. Some other genius, yeah. right? Yeah, I think uh-huh. you're the other genius. So then I he got didn't even bother to learn my then name. Then I got an email, but then I decided to do a Durant. Right. It turns out, and again, all this exchange from 2019, I only saw it because I got this fishing thing from him later. Thanks, Bob. 
Yes, in the wake of the Toronto parade, we were joking about where a Memphis parade would be. We both said it's unlikely the Grizz or Tigers will win a title, but enjoyed speculating for a few moments. If you had listened longer, you might have understood the context, but I'm glad Sirius works for you. Then I added, I've never quite understood why people go out of their way to send rude messages, but I always remind myself it means the other person cares enough about what I think to be rude. So I take it as a compliment. Thanks for taking the time. I did what Durant did. Guy was yell- basically from the sidelines yelling at me, and I went and I stopped and I said, "What? Why not be a human being?" That's all Durant did. He said, "What is happening here?" Yeah, but and then they, when but- the guy revealed himself to have a podcast, he did the wise thing and he left. He walked away. Yeah, I would argue though, if this were the one-time thing, That's I would true. I would be with you. Like That's we can't true. we can't ignore that Durant has a history, history of, of being like of this. being a little too thin-skinned. Yes. That, that, you're right. In context matters. Here. Yes. Otherwise, I have otherwise I have no problems with it. It's uh, the same thing with like when Westbrook kicks people out. I assume that literally he's in the wrong every single time. Um, okay, six hundred dollars is the appropriate amount of money for a college football player to get to have to be included in EA Sports. Believe it or not, and the EA Sports is yeah. returning now. Any football player wants to opt in. If they, uh, EA Sports, by the way, used to, of course, have a, a famous college football game. NCAA. The I NCAA. bought it every single night at midnight. The, every the, year at midnight. The O'Bannon case ended it because yep. you could no longer use the players' names. Now it's coming back. Um, and F you, Ed. And people, well, I think I've interviewed, by the way. It is coming back. And uh, if you are a college football player and you want your name to be used in your jersey and whatever else, it's open to every freaking college football team. You opt in. You opt in. You get six hundred bucks and the game and, and a copy of the game. Six hundred bucks and the game, which is the value of what, eighty bucks, ninety bucks. Oh, that's it. Okay. Yeah. So uh, there are eleven thousand players who are eligible for this. Nobody knows how much NFL players get for Madden. Evidently, although I've seen it speculated as seventeen thousand dollars was was the number that was being kicked around. Yeah, it goes There's into obviously a pot. many fewer numbers. Um, but is six hundred bucks enough? That's the um, that's the right number. Believe it or not. Believe it or not. So I'm going to say I believe this, and here's why. Because I used to, when I was covering Ole Miss, they still had the game for a couple of the years that I was covering Ole Miss. And I'd ask some players, like, hey, y'all don't get anything from this. Like, what would you want? And most of them were like, I don't know, copy the game. Like, that'd be cool. Like, copy the game, we're good. And so this is 600 bucks over it. Do I think that this is the absolute most they could have gotten? No, but, like, they don't have a union bargaining on their behalf. Like, they don't have representation. Do I think that this is the quote-unquote highest more if they market had a valley? And the truth of the matter is, is for, uh, for the, the best players on in the universe, right, for Arch Manning, that's not a lot of money. And so do you hold out if you're Arch Manning and say, I'm not doing that for 600 bucks. My name's worth more than that. Whereas if you're... Uh, you know, uh, the third string tight end at the University of Memphis. By this all is means, a great deal. This is a great deal and fun. And then it's just fun to have your name on a game. For Arch Manning, that's not a lot of money. Yeah, but I would also Arch. You haven't played a snap or whatever. You, no, but you, okay, you, like, pick, you know pick, what I mean? pick whatever big name quarterback, whatever. Who pick? Yeah, I'll, I'll let you pick whoever you like. <laughs> Quinn Ewers. Uh, Quinn Ewers, right? Is he probably the highest? Six hundred bucks. Who is the best known college football player returning next year? That's ooh, that's fascinating. Uh, ooh, boy. Best. No- the truth is, it is Arch. <laughs> it's probably Arch. He's that's, a man. That's why I grabbed for the name. Yes. That's, that's, but, like, that's why I to me, it's name. like. I think it's plenty. To me, it's the classic. Like You when, can do it or not. Like, I know Florio, Florio was on his game about, you know, they should have held out for more or whatnot. It's like, okay, but. There are other avenues for said player that could make more. That's thing. Those players more. will make like, a lot more. Yeah, exactly. Um, okay. Um, here's a few non-sports ones. Okay, ready? Um, if you've been dating for about six months. All right. Fully appropriate, nice date to go to the zoo. Believe it or not. Yeah, I do believe that. That's because what Taylor and, and, and Mr. Kelsey have done in Australia. They ah, went, went to the zoo. he snuck it in on They yeah. went to the zoo. Is the zoo a you nice... Could, where did you live in Australia for that summer? I live in Melbourne, so I, I have been to Sydney uh, twice. I've never, I've uh, never, never gone to... I've never to, gone to the Sydney Zoo. Melbourne has a spectacular zoo. I live very close to it. Yeah. 
Um, some people have mixed feelings about zoos because, you know, there's animals Smell. in captivity. No. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, I, uh, well, I guess some people do it, whatever. I like a zoo. I'm not sure. I used to, when I would travel, I used to, I like the idea of, I've been to the Munich Zoo. When I was a kid, we went to the Munich Zoo. We went to. I went to Oktoberfest. Um, I was, I was at elementary school. Mm-hmm. My parents. First time I was drunk before 10 a.m. Took all of us. We drove around in a little VW minivan. And um, Do, doing as they do, like, we're, we're in like, Germany, we're like, driving right, Volkswagen. Exactly. So, um, um, but you think appropriate? Uh, yeah, so. totally. It's a walk around. It's a conversational. It's not like high pressure. I think that's a good date. Actually. I think it's a good date. I think it's a it's a it's a good date. Is it a good? I mean, not, obviously, okay. temperature, weather matters. Like you know, not what I mean? a good, not a good first date. Um, I actually argue no, could be. no, too long for a first date. You're standing there. You're I, you're not really talking. You're talking next to each other as you look at the wildebeest. It's not a good first date. Yeah, I not think a bad I, second date. I would argue or that once the relationship's established, go get breakfast or brunch and then go to the zoo. Yeah, to I'm me, assuming, to still. me, a key, a key thing is here is like how good are you like at observational humor. Like right. for me, this would have been a good first date because you're because you don't right because I can point just... things out and exactly like that gives me endless material. Um, okay, um, once your dog, well, don't get depressing here. Commander has be, bitten, be clear. Be, Commander uh, has bitten Secret Service people and other people twenty four times. Yep, that is twenty two more times than is acceptable. Believe it or not. I 100% believe this. I think you're right. I think you get one. You get the one. Very clearly, like you get one. one. One could have been in, you know, all right, hey, whatever. Dog uh, was over-exercised. Right. You were threatening, whatever. We, it's we, a, we, I'm going to need to see I'm gonna need to see the tape. It's the classic, I'm going to need to see the tape. <laughs> right, right. You, get you, really, one, for you sure. really need that commercial where you Correct. can play it back. Exactly. Right, exactly. Yeah, throw but the that's challenge fine. flag. One bite yeah. is. Totally fine. Would, would be mortifying. Yeah. I would be so mortified if my dog bit someone. Yeah, no, agreed. 100% on that. And you'd feel awful. Once it happens again. Then you got a problem. It is 100% on you to realize yes. you have a dog that bites you gotta people. Self-scout. You got to self-scout. And you have to either. We got to get down to the bottom of it. You, you, what you can do is just never have the dog be around other people if you don't. I mean, honestly, there are some dogs that. I hate to say this, people put down because they're biters. Like, they're just fierce, right? Yeah. I mean, there's certainly, I'm not advocating that. I'm not I'm not saying Commander should have been put down. But what Commander should have been? Commander should have been coached. He should have been coached up. Yes. Or no he qu- should have been. There's also. You got to send, you got to send Commander down to AAA. My, like, you got to mean? You got to so figure my things sister, out. My sister has, uh, I'd had a dog visiting her recently. And the dog, if it sees another dog, it goes back. Bananas, bananas and yeah. wants to kill the other dog under all circumstances. This is not her dog. This is a dog that was visiting her house. And so you know what you do in that circumstance? You make sure that your dog is never around other dogs. You 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 crate it and you take it on walks and places, whatever. But you're a responsible dog owner. The idea that the freaking like I'm a I, I think Joe gets a bad rap in a lot of ways. But the and he is old. I'm gonna grant you that. He's old. Uh but I'm just looking at the economy for me. Yeah. Pretty damn good. But um, but but maybe that's just me. Eh, it's not just me. But the the dog the thing market. Yeah. The dog thing. Twenty four. How the hell? That's un, that well, is unforgivable. So to me, is I'm not even using this as like a oh, this is some kind of sign that he's. No, uh, I'm not the, saying he's. No, I, but I'm there. Are, I'm, I'm saying to the people that are using that. My thing is, I sit there and go. This is the dog of the I president don't even of the United States. This it. is the dog of the president of the United States. I don't assume Joe Biden is the one that's doing the doing the, the dog heavy lifting. Right. My question is, there's somebody it would responsible. Be a little bit like if, if if at the if at state dinners people kept throwing up after state dinners, yeah. you'd get to the bottom of it before you got to 24 state dinners that right. resulted I'm not in there going, oh, he served he served salmon vomiting. one too many times. Right. It's like maybe we need a new chef yes. here. We got to switch some things up. I was crazy. That was crazy. Okay, and then finally, um, it is selfish and indulgent to leave, instead of a text message, an audio message. Believe it or not. This is a phone etiquette question, and I've read a story about this in wherever, somewhere today, and it's, it's a very divisive topic. Um, 
But first, just to look at this, it is selfish and indulgent to leave an audio message. So I do not believe this. I think it can be. I, I do think that that is I, on the... Do you on, ever get them? Does anyone send you auto messages? Yeah, so one of my really good friends from college, he's a big audio message guy. Um, but I do not think of it as narcissistic. I don't think of it as selfish. He is just a guy that's always on the go, and it's a faster way for him to do it. I also think it's reasonable, like, like there are plenty of people that aren't, like, confident typers and texters and whatnot. And so they there are plenty of people on that end that do it. So the story that I read broke it down two different ways. Some people say, the, the, the people in favor of, like, there are, it's a much more intimate, vulnerable way to communicate than with a text. And that's a positive thing about it. It's intimate. It's vulnerable. It allows for nuance. And, um, you know, you can, you can hear the tone of the voice. Tone matters. And so it is a much more effective way and a much more personal and intimate way to communicate than a simple text message. That would be one argument in favor of it. An argument against it is, is that it kind of traps you to listen into this thing, and um, and the people who do it, they don't want the back and forth. They don't want the friction. Um, they don't want the the any of that. They just want to, and they hold you captive as they hold the freaking soliloquy into your phone, and you have no idea even what it's about necessarily. And some of these things can go on for minutes. And you're like, what the hell? How did you? What? What? It, what? What? What entitled you to just burst onto my phone for four minutes of holding forth about life without even? A, this isn't a conversation. This is a lecture. Selfish and indulgent. Yeah, I would argue that's this, the uh, that's the counter. This this writer has taken like m- both extreme examples, like the intimacy, whatnot. Like I, that's no, just it's, my it's not, not, my I don't mean it, it, it has to be. It just it is more personal. But that's another word. Clearly, this writer has gotten like annoyed at the, someone. Well, the writer's quoting other people, right. saying but the writer was. Exploring. Have you ever gotten one that's two minutes long? I've never gotten. Honestly, the only person who who regularly sends me voice messages, Fishman. No, he doesn't. I would say he's a texter. He we mostly. No, we just talk. Well, I mean, you talk on the phone, but like we, we like, talk on the phone but all Charles the time. Charles Meeson's like but very, he, and then he and it's very if good it's something message. little. He texts yeah. some. And but no, the only person who um, audio texts me is the official sex therapist, the Jeff Calkins Show, Doctor ah. Jennifer Valley, and not about you know whatever, just anything. She'll she'll say, "Here's something I thought we might talk about," um, you know, on, and I kind of like it. I can play it while I'm. You can play it while you're driving, as opposed to you can't. You're not supposed to be reading a text while you're driving, but I can play, and she can be be I mean, talking honestly, to me. And honestly, if it goes on for eight minutes, that you might, have the decision to, to not listen. That might be a little much. Yeah, but it's hard to bail because you don't know what could be coming next. I've, I've never had. I've never said. You know what? It's I gotta listen to a voice. I gotta listen to a voice message. I've never said to myself it's, it's, on anything. I, I can't really. bail on this. Um. So, uh, I I don't think. I don't know. Maybe are they, are they? How common are they now? I, in my experience, not that common. I, I would also argue, and I think Jennifer kind of fits. When I think about the people that in my life that actually do it, the common thread is it's. I feel like it's the people in your life that they're always just on their feet and they're always moving around, and they. I think that it's because to text usually you have to stop and text, and so I think what a lot of people do is, hey, I'm someone that's always on the go. And it's easier on the go to do it that way. I've never had I've never had the the experience where someone sent me a message and I was like, "What is this person doing?" It's like I kind of get it. How is it any different, honestly, though, than a voicemail? It's except no one listens to a voicemail anymore. It is interesting. No one listens to a voicemail. Well, but now you can read them. No, you can yes, they'll, they'll re, you can read the text of a voicemail, but no one listens to them. Okay, and lastly, uh, Gila monster bite not a bad way to go. Believe it or not. Is it Gila? Is it Gila? Or is it like... I don't like, even know what you're talking about. Um, a Colorado man died after his pet Gila monster bit him. Uh, that's you know a, the Gila? Uh, I'm going to say, say I don't believe that. That's a bad way to go. Bad way to go. Yeah, I don't... Because that... Is it instant? Because that to me it suggests suffering. Um, 
Well, first of all, there's the ignominy of you were bitten and died, killed. By, and again, I well, this is we we it, it, obviously his family is deeply distraught. I don't want want to you know take it lightly, but sort of it's a this is this is this is this is an unusual occurrence, mm-hmm. right? And you would feel a little foolish, wouldn't you? Like if your own yeah, I mean, yeah. Gila? Is it Gila? It's like like it's like the sandwich a hero, a, a gyro. Is it a gyro or is it a hero? It's a hero. I always say hero, it's a, but it's a gyro. But I studied it's a, I studied for a year in, in No, Europe. but it's a gyro. Yeah. Well, listen to you. Mm-hmm. Okay, is it a Gila monster? I spell it. I don't even know what you G-I-L-A. Go, you you've never seen a Gila monster? You look at it right now. They're they're they they look sort of like a uh, like a little bit like a, a smaller Komodo dragon. A little less Yeah, I've never seen this. You've never seen that? Yeah, I mean, I would say that's a lizard, it's, it's but a, yeah. It's a, uh, yeah, one of his one of his two monsters bit him. I think it's it's probably not unlike a snake bite, right? Or yeah, a, I mean, but like it's the same thing. It's not unlike a snake bite or a spider bite. I just think when you start having exotic pets, like there is a certain element of you're asking for it. Well, would it be better than if you had a tiger and a tiger bit you? But again, exotic animal. I understand that, but which would be worse? I would say the tiger you're asking for it more. Like a tiger's a jungle cat. Like they got a they've got a DNA, a wiring. Which, but it would be quicker. Probably. Break your neck. I, I imagine. I would hope. Right. <sighs> uh, this is a bad way to go. All right. Uh we got Jason Smith coming up next. We'll revisit some of these topics with Jason. Probably not the heel monster, but we will uh we'll talk to him about some of the stuff involving the Grizzlies and the Tigers. Uh, Grizzlies return tonight as the Clippers arrive. Um, I will tell you, if uh, if disaster strikes, not of the Gila monster variety, but of the tree falling on your house variety, it's a good thing. It is sort of a just happenstance, lucky, that we live in the same town where is the number one service master uh, franchise in the entire country uh, is is here. And so they are able to respond to any sort of urgency, emergency that you have, whether it is uh, pipes bursting. Hopefully we're over that for the season. Uh, But we are not over uh, spring storms and trees falling on your house. And we are not over smoke and fire damage and mold damage and whatever it is. Um, I mean, I I told you earlier, last year they went out, they had to rebuild up the hint of they, they constructed a temporary school out in Covington because after Covington had their tornado, I guess it was. It was a tornado, yeah. And um, so they can deal with massive projects. They can certainly help you. They got a 24-hour phone line, locally owned, locally operated. They work with every insurance company. Again, it is Service Master by Cornerstone. And the phone number to remember is 901-RESPOND, 901-RESPOND. We got Jason Smith. We're late to Jason. Then Chris Harrington. It's Jeff Gawkins Show, 92.9 FM ESPN. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Thanks for calling Discover. This is Gabby. Hey, Gabby. It's Jennifer Coolidge. Hi. Um, I'm so glad I reached you at 2 a.m. Oh, of course. Anyone with a Discover card can call and talk to a real person 24-7. Now, how can I help? Yeah, I used my Discover card to buy these yellow pleather pajamas, and I'm just not sure I'm pulling them off. 24-7 U.S.-based customer service. It pays to Discover. Limitations apply. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. 
Sponsored by Bristol-Myers Squibb and Pfizer. Life is fast and furious. Sometimes you need a boost. The Shotners can help with Lipo B12 injections. Increase energy, improve mood and sleep. It even helps with allergies. Or boost your immune system with our Triimmune Booster, packed with vitamin C and zinc. It gives your body a head start at fighting off illness. With three locations throughout the Mid-South, we can get you in and out quickly. The Shot Nurse is your wise choice. Protection you need with a personal touch. The Shot Nurse. Hey, it's Jeff Calkins. You know when people ask if you have a good dentist to recommend? Well, I have a great dentist. It's Medi Sadegi at the Smile Center. I've been going to the Smile Center for years now. My three boys all go there, too. Medi is skilled, he's cheerful, and has always found time when emergencies arise. I honestly couldn't imagine a better dentistry practice than the Smile Center. It's where I send all my friends. So if you're looking for a great dentist, go where my family goes. The Smile Center is conveniently located in Germantown, or you can check them out online at SmileCenterMemphis.com. In this market, you'll find Fisher Investments is different than other money managers. Different how? Aren't we all just looking for the hottest stocks? Nope. We use diversified strategies to position our clients' portfolios for their long-term goals. You don't just provide cookie-cutter portfolios? No. We tailor our clients' portfolios to their goals and needs. But you still sell investments that generate high commissions for you, right? No, we don't sell commission-based products. We're a fiduciary, the highest standard of care for a financial advisor. It means we're obligated to act in our clients' best interest. So when do you make more money? Only when your clients make more money? Yep, we have one transparent management fee structured, so we do better when our clients do better. Sounds like you really look out for your clients. We do, because our priority is helping them achieve a comfortable retirement. That might be why most of our clients come from other money managers. Visit FisherInvestments.com to find out why investors like you switch to us. Fisher Investments. Clearly different money management. Investments in securities involve the risk of loss. If you have a commercial building with a flat or metal roof and you think it needs replacing... Don't do it. Roofs on commercial buildings cost a fortune and can cause downtime for your business. So what's the alternative? Call Joe Stallnaker or Donnie Spence at 901 Roof Coatings, and here's why. They can restore your roof with a quality roof coating system instead of replacing it, which will save you about 70%. The roof coating systems come with up to a 25-year leak-free warranty, and it's energy efficient because this product reflects the sun instead of absorbing it. It could save you up to 30 to 40% in energy cost. That savings over time can actually pay for your new roof coating system. So why wait until there's a leak and damage is caused? Now is the time to make the call because it's the off season. That means even more savings to you. Book your job by March 1st and you'll receive a 25% discount on a complete roof coating system. Call Joe Stallnaker or Donnie Spence today. 901-287-1923 Once again, that's Joe Stallnaker or Donnie Spence today. 901-287-1923 or visit 901roofcoatings.com At Genesis Memphis Covington Pike, it's time to define luxury in a new way. At every turn, you'll find audacious design, state-of-the-art technology, and exceptional hospitality. We are dedicated to crafting the world's best vehicles, matched by an extraordinary sales-to-service experience for our owners. Prepare to be noticed in the 2023 Genesis G70. This sporty sedan is a force to be seen. We'd love you to explore the 2023 Genesis GV70 with a class-leading 300-horsepower engine or the available 375-horsepower twin-turbo V6 for terrains from concrete jungles to mountain roads. It's a new beginning for a new generation. Genesis Memphis Covington Pike, 1870 Covington Pike, or visit us online at memphisgenesis.com. Estimated horsepower based on premium fuel ratings. Use of regular fuel will result in reduced horsepower. See dealer for complete details. Dealer stock only. It's time to get thunderstruck during Gossip Mitsubishi Spring Sales Event at Gossip Mitsubishi on the Pike. Ready to get 43 MPG Highway? Check out the 2024 Mitsubishi Mirage. We gossip 18610 or 249 a month. Need extra room? Seven passenger seating in 2024 Mitsubishi Outlander SE. 33605 or 399.99 a month. And Gossip Mitsubishi's got sophisticated styling and comfort in 2024 Mitsubishi Eclipse Cross. 31,200 or 449 a month. Plus, every Gossip Mitsubishi comes with Mitsubishi's 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty. That's Gossip Mitsubishi, 1870 Covington Pike, and 24-7 at MemphisMitsubishi.com. If you want it, we got it at Gossip Motor Cars. 
Garage, RH00593, MSRP19110, Outlander, RZO19512, MSRP34605, Eclipse, RZO10625, MSRP317, includes all rebates and incentives, PF695, excludes tax title and license, CD for complete details, offer valid through end of the month with approved credit dealer stock only. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding right your tail. Autotrader.com. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. Pizza's here. Oh, great. I'd love some, but I'm worried about my stomach issues. If you're worried about having diarrhea, gas, bloating, stomach pain, or loose oily stools, it may not just be stomach issues. It could be a condition called exocrine pancreatic insufficiency, or EPI. With EPI, the pancreas doesn't release enough enzymes to break down food, but EPI is manageable. Use the symptom checker on identifyepi.com and talk to your doctor. That's identifyepi.com. Sponsored by AbbVie. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops. Playing that system that's not a system, but sure plays like a system leading up to the tournament. We're looking for that value with the daily dimes. We look for the gross lines getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. This time of year, baby. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jeff's guests appear on the Frame Corner phone lines. Frame Corner, with expert custom and do-it-yourself framing since 1975 on Park Avenue in East Memphis. Now, back to the Jeff Calkins Show, live from the Genesis Memphis Covington Pike Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. All right, back on the Jeff Calkins Show. Joined now by Jason Smith, Jason and John, every single day from 11 to 2. Jason has done such yeoman work recently because uh, he had to he had to carry the show when when John was out, and then John comes back yesterday, Jason, and I don't know, maybe it was just the segment that I was on, but he was we were all happy the Tigers finally won a game and looked good and everything else, and he was stuck on the misery of what they looked like on Sunday. So I appreciate your uh, your uh, your your the heavy lifting you've been doing. Although I, uh, I love having the two of you together. I think you're best together, but I, I appreciate all the heavy lifting you've been doing. Um, here's my question. I asked uh, 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 Jeffrey this. Mm-hmm. Uh, who has had a more disappointing season, the Grizzlies or the Tigers? I think you guys said Grizzlies, right? Both he of said you? in the end, the Grizzlies have had the, yes, 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 the Grizzlies have had the more disappointing season. I think it's Tigers. Really? I do. I do. I thought I was listening to you guys. You make great cases. And my, here, here's where I would, I'd, I'd go. I don't think John Morant, Jaron Jackson Jr., Desmond Bain, at 24, 25 years old, were ready to win a title after Ja got back from the 25-game suspension. Now, were they, could they have made a push and gone to the Western Conference Finals? Absolutely. But were they ready to win a title? No. Now, again... That you, that's speculation. With the Tigers, with what was invested from an NIL standpoint, with how close you came last year, you guys discussed that, right? There, there was a real, not just, not just a, a, a realistic goal, but a need to break through this season. And it was right there for the taking all the way up until January. And so now, too, and I think part of this is you do have to consider the immediate future. And so for the Tigers, and you guys both agreed on that, the future is murkier. You know, that's as a result of what's happened here with such, you know, such high expectations. So because it would have moved the needle more, if the, if the, look, here's the argument. Grizzlies go to a Western Conference final, that, that's a continued upward climb up the trajectory. And that's, that's needle moving, especially for this core. Like it's, it's validation that you're on the, on the way up. But this program, Jeff, you know it more than anybody, and you've stayed, is so in need of that of that of that run of that sweet 16 run second weekend run whatever beyond it but just a sweet 16 because i mean whether it's for faith in penny faith that this program you know is what we all believe it should be in terms of the investment everything else in a top 25 type program every year 
like the, the, the threat of real damage done here is more serious for the Tigers. And so I would tell you for all of those reasons, this season has been more disappointing. Okay, so I 100% agree that big picture, some of this is how it's phrased. You know, sure. like like sure. yeah. Oh, yeah. this the is a this was a more important season for the Tigers and it's a more damaging season the way it has turned out. And yeah. it is if you if you if you are measuring the the distance between the giddiness and the despair, it's the easily a, a, a wider gulf because we really were on a, a magic carpet ride and then we've hit the so for yep. all the I, I I guess the only way that I was saying like the the Grizzly season has been long. Like there's no reason to go to games. I don't. I'm not trying well, to not sell not, tickets. Not, you know well, what I mean? No, I would throw at you. You know, in this quote unquote lost season, it has been in terms of being yeah, in contention. You have found two absolute rotation players, and perhaps we can put this wing, you know, to rest. My wing narrative. When they're going to find? We can find. We can put it to rest for now. Now it's about finding the center. And so, so yes, from a competitive standpoint, from a contender standpoint, you took a step back, but there's an absolute opportunity to bounce right back and to do it with two guys. 100%. That you probably, the future you is not so have much brighter. So, so it takes away from some of the disappointment of this season when you can pull out a Vince Williams Jr. and a Gigi Jackson who are going to be like seven and nine or ten in the rotation. And so, that I mean, that takes at least away from some of the disappointment that we're talking about with this Grizz season. And so for, for all those, I mean, you throw that in there too, I mean, it's Tigers all day long. The the in big picture, I uh, like I I feel so much better about the Grizzlies no than question. I than I do about the Tigers for all kinds of reasons. Um, sure, so sure. I do agree. But like, here's the truth: one of them still has a chance to go to the postseason. One of them doesn't. So just measured on what the season is, yeah, yeah. I guess that's how I was answering the question originally. And sort of like the Tiger season is still. Here's the truth. We break down games with the Tigers on this radio station, whether they win, lose, whatever. The games are still interesting, right? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Unless Gigi goes for 27, you're not breaking down Grizzlies games. They just don't matter that much now. You know what I mean? So in that way... The- oh, yeah. One, one season's still alive. I mean, that's, that's the reason we're doing that, right? If the Tigers were... If you couldn't get an NCAA tournament bid out of winning the AAC tournament, we would... We wouldn't talk about it and break it down the way we are. Absolutely. How much do you One think it would have changed if, Mem- if Memphis had beaten Florida Atlantic? How different would things be? Whew. I mean, it just it puts us in a different place where we're talking about our confidence level in Penny because I think we are there now. Because uh, again, it's it's can Penny do this in an NIL world where you've got to replace so much when, frankly, you, you swung too hard in that direction and it's you know it's it's falling apart on you. And so. From that standpoint, yes, if you've got a sweet 16 appearance, and listen, we were, I mean, what, what are we talking about here? This program has been thirsty for one. If Penny delivers that last year and the opportunity was there, it wasn't his fault, I would go back and tell you, in this case, bad call, and yeah, you played some bad defense on the last possession after some chemistry issues in the huddle, but you were so close. It should have happened. It absolutely should have happened. That said, yeah, he's got, it's, it's called equity. He's got that built in now. Something that Josh and Tubby couldn't do, you got to go back to Cal, and you're absolutely feeling better about the idea of bounce back. And like you said, this, this sort of, uh, you know, this, this transition year, whatever you call it, gap year, you give him more, uh, you know, you give him more of a benefit of the doubt. He has, as Munns has written and as we've all but said, he's lost some of that in this season. I think, you know, Munns would tell you, and I don't want to take words out of his mouth, that that comes to this season, not about Penny Hardaway. He was talking about, you know, going into that Charlotte game when he predicted the Charlotte loss. But my point is, there has been some benefit of that loss that wouldn't be as much, obviously, if you had that that's at least Sweet 16 appearance. And I'm with you. You can't predict that they would have gone deeper just because Florida Atlantic did. But the Sweet 16 appearance, again, yes. from a historical standpoint for this program, would have meant a ton and absolutely a ton for a Penny Hardaway who was, let's be real, first five years, we liked the trajectory, felt like he figured it out, was on the rise. You had Pat Forty saying, I'm a convert. I believe in Penny Hardaway. So he was right there. And that's why it feels like this season's been so damaging. One, one, one question we didn't get to that Jeffrey, Jeffrey and I just talked to about off the air is... Gila Monster. It, no, not that one. Is it Gila? Okay. The, 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 uh, if, if the rank, which is the better job? The Memphis AD job, the Memphis oh. football job, or the Memphis basketball job? 
Oh, uh, it's Memphis basketball because anybody that comes in pretty much from scratch is going to have you know all you got to do is is pretty much. I mean, let's be real. You know, we had talked ourselves into Tubby there early on, and so you're, there's going to be so much right hope and 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 you've got the investment level. That that Memphis athletic director job is 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 a hard one in the sense that you don't have everything you need. You're always asking for more. That's the job, right? Go out and fundraise. And listen, that that's the one area. I mean, Beach for the most part. Whether it's plans or you know execution, that's been his his strength. I would say in terms of planning, you got to get you know the, a big bit, a big part of the stadium renovation, everything. You know, Ren's overseeing that, and so from that standpoint, that's the job. And I know, I, listen, I, I was listening to you guys on on Laird, and where he doesn't, I guess where he doesn't, you know, really come off as a like you said, RC is he's not out locally. It doesn't feel like at least me selling it, selling it, selling it. There's a couple of different ways to do this job, and I think ultimately, number one, for that AD job that's so challenging, it's about asking. We need more. We need more. It's constant. Whatever, whatever way you turn and whatever the, the goal is. How would so, you feel, though, if all of a sudden, if you're, if you're inheriting, if Laird does happen to go to Missouri, and listen, I like Laird, and I respect the job he's done here. I have no idea if he's going to go to Missouri. How would you feel about the new AD coming in with the task of, oh, all you have to do is raise more money for this football 